Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Amen and praise the Lord. Uh, we are uh, True Life Ministries, power and glory, morning intercession, and uh, we definitely give glory to God for you joining us. Um, we will um, be blessed with Naomi's word as we always are, and then we will go into our intercessory prayer. Amen. This <laughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. This weekend is the weekend that we will be going down to St. Simons Island, Georgia, um, on Thursday morning, amen, this Thursday morning. We definitely will be leaving out, traveling. Uh, as you are listening, uh, we should be uh, preparing to uh, depart to uh, Brunswick, Georgia, amen, and I want you, we will appreciate, amen, all the prayers that you all would continue to pray for us. We definitely encourage you to come and join us down there uh, for the baptism. If you would visit our website, truelifeministriesinc.org, or you can visit thebaptism.org, thebaptism.org, and uh, you can find out exactly where we're going to be. And if you can't come down and join us for Thursdays and Fridays concerts and and uh, conferences indefinitely, uh, by all means, be on St. Simon's Island and uh, witness, partake in the annual baptism. And then this is the 20th year because we are True Life Ministries under the leadership of our pastor, Elder Gregory Hughes, and God has blessed him to be able, and I mean it is a blessing of God, to be able to baptize over a thousand people, and at this very moment, it is already over a thousand. Uh, it's a thousand sixty-four, I do believe, and so definitely God is blessing uh, to be able to have more be added to that number. Those who are openly uh, are dedicating their lives to Christ, Amen. Openly, it is an open statement to say, "I have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as my Lord." and my Savior. And so uh, it's not just a dunking in the water. It truly does mean something uh, when you do go down in that water. So come on and join us, amen. Stop by those websites. You can even go to Facebook, and you can uh, visit True Life Ministries, uh, INC, or Inc., on Facebook, as well as uh, Will You Be a Witness? Uh, you can search for that on Facebook or our website, which is truthlifeministriesinc.org or thebaptism.org and uh, get details on how you can join us this weekend. We're guaranteed uh, to have a blessed time. We're expecting God to do something. We're expecting God to do a new thing because this is a season and a time when we need a new thing. We need God to do something in our lives, something for us independently as well as corporately. Amen. And with all of that said, how are you today, Dr. Eric? <laughs> I am well. Praise ye the Lord. Don't know how, but he did it. Amen. Don't know how, but Amen. he did it. 
Amen. Good morning and welcome to Naomi's Word. We are here to bring to you, our listener, words of inspiration, encouragement, to motivate and to help guide you in all wisdom and in all truth. As we know here at Naomi's Word, God will provide in word and in deed. The intent and mission of our sessions is to give further understanding about how God operates. We learn just how he speaks to his people as he relays to them his plan for their lives. Because he is the God of purpose, know that as he reveals his plan to us, he is also revealing himself. He is God, and we are operating in the timing that he created for this earth and for us, his creation. God is infinite. He doesn't need time to do his will. We do. We require the element of time in order for our lives and purposes to be processed. Because of his love for you and for me, he also sent to us the believer, the Holy Spirit. He is available to us 24 hours a day and seven days a week. He is ready to take care of us and to take us to the places that God has already planned and prepared for us to go. It is in your now time that he reveals himself to you, the believer, and the plans that he has for you. He gave us his son, Jesus Christ, that through his death on the cross, upon our confession of faith and belief in him, that our salvation is assured. He gave to us the Holy Spirit of promise so that as we study the word with his guidance, it will transform our lives. He gives to each of us challenges, opportunities, and situations to deal with so that we will learn to trust him in and through all things. What he has placed in our hearts and minds, we are to use as stepping stones toward the predestined and preordained path that he has chosen for us. He then tells and reminds us in his word that we are to apply our now faith and to believe what he has said to us concerning his plans for our lives. It is in this process that we must continue to walk as we face our way to his purpose for our lives. Never forget that life is a process towards our living. Once again, life, it is a process, and your participation is required. In your own life, just show up. After all, we know that Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. He showed up for you, and he showed up for me. Amen? As you prepare to hear today's message, as a reminder, always and daily put on the most offensive weapons of choice available to the believer, the whole armor of God, and it is found in Ephesians six ten through 18. Also consider these scriptures. Create in me a clean heart of God. Renew a right spirit within me. That is found Psalms 51, verse 10 through 13. And trust in the Lord with all your heart. That's Proverbs 3, 5. As you study to show yourself approved, speak and meditate on these and any other scriptures that may come to heart and to your remembrance as often as you need to. Know and understand that we are not alone in our doings as believers in the body of Christ. Know that God is for us, with us, and that we must be about our Father's business. Amen? With that said, let's begin. We are on a continued title of God Wants Your Focus Back on Him. Today's topic is knowing your purpose doesn't mean that you are completely ready to serve in your gift. I'm going to repeat that. The topic, 
Knowing your purpose doesn't mean that you are completely ready to serve in your gift. Scripture, Ecclesiastes 3, 1 and verse 11. There is a season, a time appointed for everything, and a time for every delight and event or purpose under heaven. God set eternity in the heart of man. He has made everything beautiful and appropriate in its time. He has also planted eternity, a sense of divine purpose, in the human heart, a mysterious longing which nothing under the sun can satisfy except God. Yet man cannot find out, comprehend, grasp what God has done in his overall plan, overall plan from the beginning to the end. Amen. Okay, our focus today is we are still, again, under the subject title, God wants our focus back on him. We must learn and understand that God has placed you in the midst of seasons of change in and for your life. In this session, we will talk about knowing your purpose doesn't mean that you are completely ready to serve in your gift. In each season of your life, God desires to show you, you, to show you you and to give you his plans concerning you. He has a message to you and for you in each spiritual season. He desires that you have the clarity that you need concerning your destiny and journey. Remember, everything about you is a process. Remember, life is a process. Question to you is, are you listening so that when he does speak to you, you can hear, identify, and know that it is his voice? God, he not only wants to bring his people back into order, he wants to put us in a divine, in the divine positions fully prepared and, and equipped. We are called and chosen to do the works for the prepared and effective ministry that he has called us into. We need his help. In order to conduct his business on his behalf, we need his divine direction and guidance in order to possess the courage to become. As his creation, you have got to show up as a real authentic you. God wants to use you, show you who you are. He wants to see his glory come out of you. No one else can do or be you. Only you have your assignment. Learn to be you. Listen to and for his voice. Hebrews 3, 14 through 16. For we believers have become partakers of Christ, sharing in all that the Messiah has for us. If only we hold firm our newborn confidence, which originally led us to him, until the end, while it is said today, while there is still opportunity, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart, as when they provoked me in the rebellion in the desert at Meribah. He is letting you know in advance to expect him to speak to you. In fact, God is speaking right now. Are you listening? I would like to share this message to encourage you to continue to pursue the face of God for your purpose, your destiny, and for your journey in all ways and at all times. The very first time someone told me that the situation I was going through was just a season, I was convinced that they had no clue about life or about me. How could what I was feeling and or experiencing be just a season? The more I sought God and grew in spiritual maturity, I came to realize that they were right. That season had been just a season. In my greatest understanding about life, I know that it is 
a process. The it and the its were, is, and are a series of life's many tests and trials that I must go through and experience. It was these seasons which had come only to pass that I was shown in these seasons through the grace of God how to be prepared and equipped to do the works of God that are predestined for my life in my life training beginning 101. I learned that I had to experience and go through each of the seasons of life naturally as well as spiritually in order for me to get the lessons that were being taught as God was equipping me for the sake of the kingdom and for the purpose of destiny. As a human being created by God, we are all very aware of the natural seasons of life and in our living that occur as we inhabit this earth. In the timeline that God has prepared for each of us, he has divided some of our life experience into seasons. In the natural, we have fall, winter, spring, and summer. Each season has its own definition and its own purpose to sustaining life here on this earth. Understand also that we have spiritual seasons that we must experience throughout our lives that have similarities in God's distribution of time to us collectively as well as individually. What if we approach life from a perspective of understanding that each season would teach us lessons on strength, endurance, growth, faith, trust would we conduct ourselves differently that thing that it that you are currently facing whether it is struggles in your marriage friendships or relationships with or or relationships with your kids i'm here to tell you that it is just a season the question is how do we navigate those seasons i read this article about knowing your purpose doesn't mean you're ready I am directed to share it with you. I have paraphrased it some for your further understanding. So here it goes. It can be frustrating listening to a talk or message on God's great purpose and dream for our lives when we feel confused as to what our purpose even is. We may have a faint vision of what we want to be, but nothing in our life, not even our own skill set, is ready or lined up for our purpose to flow yet. Perhaps you can relate to this story. This is a story about Christian Dalton, Miss USA, 1986. It says, it was hard for me to narrow down exactly what I was made for because I have skill sets and interests in several areas. Yours can be speaker, evangelist, doctor, lawyer, wife, mother, artist, musician, so on and so forth. I love performing in musical theater, singing. I love politics and acting. One of the reasons my dream of becoming Miss USA remained so consistent was because I could combine almost all of my interests into that job. I figured I could be Miss USA for a year, and that would help me decide what I wanted to do. When I moved to Los Angeles, I still didn't have a clear career direction, so I set my sights on TV hosting. I took hosting classes, got a hosting agent, made a real Took, film, took to film and TV classes for acting, got a theatrical manager, went on auditions, and booked a few jobs in those first few years. I did everything that I knew to do to get and be prepared for the purpose that I thought I had only dreamed about, but was, but was not really sure that I had. 
Remember the saying, when preparation meets opportunity, then there is success. While I was modeling and doing commercials, which were great, but they didn't fulfill me, the feeling of emptiness and frustration began to set in because I wasn't operating in my purpose. I felt a bit aimless. I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off, not really knowing just which way to go or turn. What was good, though, is that I was at least moving naturally and somewhat spiritually. I had a deep urge and desire to do that was raising up in me. In the meantime, I started pursuing a deeper relationship with God once again. After all, the word says that he will never leave you nor forsake you. The more God revealed himself to me, the more I felt the burning desire to share his love with others. One day, I had an aha moment when I saw all my life events, strengths, passions, and interests flash across my mind, and I felt a longing to inspire people, both men and women, in the same way God had inspired me. God had finally revealed to me that my calling was to combine my love and performing and communicating with my love for God and women and men. I agreed in my heart. Three years after being Miss USA, I had finally figured it out. I knew my purpose. Okay, now what? I comprised a plan of how I was going to do this, and it started with writing through my personal blogs and journals. I sat down at the computer and readied my fingers over the keyboard. Huh, nothing came. There was a block like a wall. Nothing was flowing. I felt so discouraged and confused. I knew what my purpose was, but how I needed to do it, why couldn't I do it? I felt that the season of the birth of my purpose had arrived or had it yet. Can you relate? Do you feel like you know what you were made for? Do you have the desire, but you feel like you don't know where to begin? And even when you do, it feels like there is resistance. Joyce Myers, a well-known speaker, author, and evangelist, has had a huge impact on the lives of many people, especially women. I love how candidly she speaks, how unapologetically opinionated she is, how she operates in her ministry and travels the world. The women who were in the Miss USA, the woman who wore the Miss USA crown, they were my childhood role models, and now Joyce Meyer had become my new role model. In my despair, I read one of her devotionals. It talked about seasons, specifically seasons of preparation. I had never heard of that before. There were seasons where we have to go undercover sometimes so God can grow us up, teach us, prune us, and prepare us for the next step. He loves us too much to let us launch in too quickly into something we aren't ready for. We may think we are ready, but God knows best. Of course, we will never fully arrive until the day we meet Jesus, but there are certain things that need to be in place before God graduates us from the training ground. God says that he will hide us in the shadow of his wings to protect us. He may be hiding you right now, just like a flower hides in the winter for protecting for protection so it can bloom again in the spring. It is crucial for our session and well-being to understand there are different seasons we go through. 
The book of Ecclesiastes says there is a time for everything under the sun. You may be in a season of preparation right now. If not, there will be a time that you will go into one. Embrace and welcome it. I was chosen just for you, just like the butterfly. It began as an egg, and then it turned into uh, it turned into a larva, then a caterpillar. It osmosed into a cocoon, and after a season, a period of time, the next thing you know is that what it broke free from, after all of those changes, adjustments, season of transformation, it was a beautiful butterfly that was input into its DNA. Upon discovery of its primary purpose, it started this cycle of beginning once again with an egg. I began again, and as it laid its eggs to go forward, I began again, and like the, like the butterfly, as it laid its eggs to go forward, that's how we must be. We need to understand that whatever we're doing, it was in our DNA to do and to become, so we have to go our full course. God couldn't launch me into speaking and writing in his name until my character was refined to match the task. I still had a lot of preparing to do, not only on my character, but on my knowledge and understanding of the Bible. God took me into a long season of studying the words, journaling, reading Christian books, and doing Bible studies, classes, life experiences, life observations, etc. With wiser women and men, how about you? What is God leading, directing, training, etc., for you to do in order that when your season of preparation is complete, you can move forward and be a mentor, an example to others, an inspiration as you walk in your gifting? In what ways do you need to grow? What things can you do now to prepare you for what you want to step into later? As a daughter of the king, you have the desire for meaning and purpose. You were made for it. You may get down on yourself because you don't feel the peace to move on it yet, but that is because you are probably in a season of preparation. Give yourself grace. I'll repeat that. Give yourself grace and be willing to open your eyes to see the areas in your life God wants to grow you up in. Once my God had made me even more aware of who he is and of who I am, my new awareness gave me permission to relax and rest in that season of preparation. Finally, one day, as I was praying, I felt him lift the block and say, go. I raced to my laptop. I logged in on my blog account and began writing. My sense was right. The words freely flowed from my mind through my fingertips and onto the computer screen. He had released me to the next step and level of my purpose. Your release may be into something else, but you will know when he releases you from the protective environment that he has had you in during your greatest season of transformation. Remember the butterfly. Had it not gone through the season of the cocoon preparation, it would never have become the beautiful butterfly that it was called and destined to be. Embrace your cocoon experience. Since then, there have definitely been seasons when he brings me back to be quiet and still again to work out the roadblock or the challenge. It can be discouraging sometimes, but now that I understand seasons of my life and that I must go to and through them, 
I am able to release the need to control or and continue to press forward. I know that I need my spiritual thirst quenched like the flowers during April showers or go into rest like the animals in the winter. Be aware of what season you are in and give yourself again the grace to be there. Pay attention to what God wants you to do and partner with him in it. The more tuned and the more time you are, the more in tune and in time you are with how God works and what he is doing, the more quickly you will be able to get in step with him in praise and in peace. Amen. Spiritual lessons will be something that you will be talking about for this new series. I hope that this helps you pinpoint some spiritual season that you're currently in. I know that once I had a clear understanding of spiritual seasons, I was able to give even myself grace in each season that God carried me through. I am learning more and more each day that I am able to trust him more and more and that as he increases my faith in him, as I saw him at work on my behalf in each season of my life, and there were more than one, there were more than four, I know that he has he has my back. I know that in my passion to do, he sent me here to do, as well as how he has equipped me on my predestined path, that he is with me always. Remember, seasons are winter, summer, spring, and fall spiritually as well as naturally. Learn which one that you are in. Embrace it, cherish it, and ask God's grace to get you through. As you pursue a deeper relationship with Christ, never forget who your divine help is. Of course, it is the Holy Spirit of God. Have you ever thought about your life, what it would be like without the Holy Spirit? Each day we are here brings us about brings us to new opportunities and for the believer to understand who he or she is in him. What you possess in him and because of your relationship with him, he desires that you allow him to manifest himself into and through you. Only you can do and be you. You must desire in your heart to do and be in his perfect will for your life. As a chosen vessel, you are unique, whole, and complete but only in him. Let's face it, you are the man in your mirror. Remember the scripture. You must know for yourself as you continue to press forward towards something new that his word says that he is about to show you, to give to you, manifest a new thing into your life. It's not new to the Holy Spirit. It is only new to your revealed memory. Remember, the need and desire to change begins with a need to change. The Holy Spirit is the change agent of your reality. He is waiting on you. Understand that it takes courage to be who God called you to be. He called for you to be different, to act different, and to make a difference above all. Being, be, uh, by choosing Christ and, commit, and committing to walk, talk, and live your life as a Christian, it requires special courage. Without God's power working in us and through us, we cannot accomplish all that God wants us to do. We should increasingly feel and express our dependence on our Lord. Ask him to empower us to accomplish his purposes in and through us in all that we do and in all that we face. 
and believe him to do it, we will find ourselves living with a supernatural courage that only God can give. As a believer, do you have the courage to create the life that you deserve? Do you believe that you were sent here to this earth to make a difference? Then you must reimagine your possibilities. As it is understood, you must remember that the starting point for dealing with one's own issues in life after we have confessed our sins is to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Ask to be filled full of the Holy Spirit and then strive to establish a true relationship with him. You must choose to walk as one with a heart of thanksgiving and with an attitude of gratitude. When you willfully choose to accept change and correction in your life, you are also choosing to go, grow, and to flow. In other words, to keep it moving, to keep pressing forward. Understand that making no decision is still making a decision. You are accountable for that choice. You must choose to change. I personally have chosen to change. Therefore, I have chosen to grow while yet becoming. I suggest that you choose wisely. As you go forward into your new day, remember that this is your time. Be grateful to God for the generous deposits that he has made in and for your life. Pray often. Let gratitude and humility be your banner. Let thanksgiving be your words of praise. Know for yourself that Jesus is enough for you. When you show up on his behalf, he will show up and show out for and through you. Trust in him and watch him do you good. Pursue opportunities to be an encouragement and an inspiration to others that are around you and in your presence. Also, don't forget to encourage yourself. Be authentic. Give great value to the people that God has placed in your life. He put them there to help you to become. As a believer in the body of Christ, you must know for yourself that Jesus is the answer and never the question. Thank you so much for joining us today here on Naomi's Word. Have a happy, thankful Thursday, everyone. Give someone a kind word, a hug, or a smile today. Do some random act of kindness just because you can and just because you know that Jesus loves and cares for you unconditionally. He dumped the garbage of our sins into the sea of forgetfulness and replaced it with his gift of love, joy, and peace through the Holy Spirit. Walk in it. Because of the sacrifice that he made for you and for me, God, he is the greatest gift giver of all. You must know that for yourself and know that he is. Hebrews 13.8, Jesus is eternally changeless, always the same, yesterday, today, and forevermore. I know in my heart and in my mind that Jesus is enough for me. How about you? Won't he do it? Know that you are awesome, that Jesus loves you, and so do I. You have an awesome day and an awesome week in him, in Jesus' name. Uh, can you begin to uh, pray um, as we intercede for uh, the baptism and what God is getting ready to do? Amen. 
Heavenly Father, as as you as as we um, Elder Angelia had stated uh, before Naomi's word, the fact that uh, our ministry uh, will be in Brunswick um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And part of the purpose and assignment is to allow those who believe in Christ that have been saved, they have been saved by confession, but they want to go to the next level and get baptized. You get people baptized because they are saved, not not to get saved, but because they are saved. So, Father God, we just pray that for each and every one who goes down to go through this experience, and for those that are praying for others, that they understand that Jesus found it valuable to make sure that he got baptized. And as we know, this is something that, again, we do not to be saved, but because we are saved. We lay our lives down and leave everything before. And as we rise up, we can rise up with the new heart and mind that God gave us. So I just pray for each and every one that goes into the water, for each and every minister, man of God, regardless to his position, as they pray for those people going down, that, Lord, Father God, they understand that if you have directed him, them to go through this experience, that you are with them as they lay down their lives. You are with them as they are under that water for that moment. You are with them when they rise up, Father God, in the name of Jesus, but they're rising up a new person in spirit and in truth in the name of Jesus. Lord, allow us, Father God, as we're understanding what this is all about, Father God, Lord, let us take this time to get our hearts right, get our minds right, Father God. We need to ask God to show us what we need to get rid of, that we need to, when we lay down in that water, Father God, when we get up, it will no longer be on us or in us, Father God. You know, it doesn't matter whether it's anger. It doesn't matter whether it's frustration, rejection, hate, bitterness, whatever it is where people have taken us for granted, Father God, even where we've taken other people for granted. The word talks about trespasses. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Father God, let's just get it all, Father God, understanding. Get that all together, Father God, and we give it to you before you lay us down in the water so that we can get up, Father God, without all of that the, that baggage and all of that that trash, Father God, that we've drug around for so many years with us. You're giving us an opportunity to empty ourselves of that. So, Father God, for each and every one that is going down there, Father God, your word talks about a clean and pure heart, Father God. We just want to come back, Father God, knowing that not only have we been redeemed, but, Father God, that you have started us all over. You tell us to renew our minds, and in renewing our minds, we also renew our we renew our spirit back to what it was supposed to be, Father God. And we ask that you help us get in order, Father God, so that our prayers won't be hindered, Father God. So, Lord, I trust you for each and every one, Father God, that trusts you enough to allow themselves to be laid down in that water and brought up, Father God, to come up, Father God, as pure gold in the name of Jesus. Whatever troubled and bothered us before that moment will not trouble and bother us again because it will not have the power and authority, Father God, to take our peace that you have given us away. So we thank you right now, Father God, for the savings, grace, for the mercy that you have extended to us. We thank you that the Holy Spirit will be in that water with us, Father God. And, Father God, we just pray, Father God, that whatever it is we have prayed for, Father God, 
Let us make sure that our hearts and our minds are pure. We've asked for forgiveness, Father God. We've given forgiveness, Father God. And above all, Father God, we've asked you to forgive us. We've forgiven ourselves, Father God. We need to ask that too so that, Father God, whatever it is that we may have said knowingly or unknowingly, willingly or unwillingly, however it is, Father God, that we can come up as pure gold. Father God, you always said that you could take care of us and be responsible for us. Father God, it's time to give up all that stuff that has troubled us, Father God. Your word says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall lack no good thing. But, Father God, when we have fear and doubt, we're showing lack. So we're asking you to help us even get rid of the fear and rid of the doubt, and get rid of the doubt. So as we come before you, Father God, just, Lord, as humble as we know how, asking you to once again have mercy on us, Father God. Have mercy on us, Father God, and help us dump the trash and garbage of life so that, Father God, we can go forward, Father God, and we don't have to look back knowing that you've taken care of all the stuff that happened in the past. And as you are walking with us in the present, you're carrying us toward our future. So, Father God, bless each and every one, Father God, that is going. Bless each and every one that is not going. May Will you please pray for those that are going down there so that they can get their healing and their deliverance, Father God. So as we go forward, we just want to say thank you. Bless the man of God whose heart you placed this this, this assignment on, Father God, bless all of the ministers and the pastors and, and, and whoever else will be a part of this. Bless them, Father God, that they will have the resolve that they need so that when they're ministering to their people, Father God, they're ministering to a people with a pure heart. We just want to say thank you. I thank you. And we just give you the praise, glory, and honor in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen. Definitely uh, bless God for allowing us uh, to live in him, move in him, even just exist in him, through him, um, created by him. Uh, And so, you know, as we are getting ready to do what it is that we're getting ready to do, we do it in the service of the Lord. Uh, Those who are journeying down there, it is um, our assignment. Uh, the work of the Lord, and we look forward to uh, impacting um, a city, impacting the lives of people for God's glory, uh, because we definitely want him to get some glory from this thing. Uh, We definitely want some lives changed. Last year uh, was amazing. Last year we ran into some people, or, or perhaps they happened to run into us, and together the collision brought about new life brought about change um, for them, and so uh, I won't forget it. I won't forget it. I was uh, uh, moved to, uh, to, to, to tears, moved in the spirit. I was um, revived even in my thinking, even in the way that I felt in my heart. Uh, this because it's one thing to go. Uh, it's another thing to see God move. It's another thing to experience uh, what God does for somebody else and, and see that that's the thing. We can go and, and we can expect to move for ourselves us individually. But when you really love God and you care about the souls of people, 
then it moves you as well when he impacts, when you can see that he has impacted somebody's life, that he has changed, that, that he literally set them up in the right moment, the right place, the right time, even if he orchestrated for them to go and they planned to be there. Uh, 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 he, he, he appointed that time just for them. He sanctified that time just for them. And see, there's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. And that can change um, the way that you see certain things. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. And that's uh, Matthew 28, 19. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. And so we read that, we hear that, but when you get a chance to experience that, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. So, again, I encourage you to come with us. And if you can't get down there, definitely we appreciate you praying with us as we do this thing that God has assigned us to do, this thing that is the work of the Lord, that he is covering and shielding and protecting us in this hour, uh, that we be able to, to do it to the fullest. And then the conferences and, 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 and the ministry that, that happens in between times, the concert itself, they know we're expecting God to do something. It's not just showing up to sing, but we're expecting God to do something in there. He's done it before, and he can do it again. We're expecting God to already be hovering over the water. See, because the word of God said that even when he created the earth, he hovered over the water. He hovered over the face of the deep, the word of God says. So we're trusting that God is going to be there, that he is already there hovering over the face of the deep. Hallelujah. Waiting for our life. Hallelujah. We're not waiting for him to show up. He's waiting for us. Arrival. So, God, we thank you for waiting for us there. We thank you, God, hallelujah, that the power of you is already there, God. And whatever it is, hallelujah, that you have in store for each and every one of us, we thank you for it now. In the name of Jesus, God, I even speak right now, hallelujah, hallelujah, trusting and believing that you're there, God, that anything that's a hindrance, anything that's a distraction, anything that is a frustration, anything that is an aggravation, every territorial spirit right now in the name of Jesus, we speak to you that you, hallelujah, may think that you've had domain over that city, but the Spirit of the living God, hallelujah, the power of God, the rule, the reign of God, he is God, and there is none before, hallelujah, and there shall be none after that is greater, and so we trust, oh, hallelujah, that the Spirit of God, hallelujah, will drive out everything that's not like him in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, begin, oh God, to prepare the atmosphere for the arrival, O oh God, of those that you have appointed to arrive to a destined place for a destined purpose in our life. In the name of Jesus, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, we can't do anything without the power of you. We can't do anything without the presence of you. So God, right now, O oh Lord Jesus, every member of this baptism team, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, wherever they may be, God, I realize that the enemy's desire, that the enemy's tactics, O oh God, that the enemy's plan is to frustrate, the enemy's plan is to wear us out 
And so I bind it now in the name of Jesus because your word says that whatsoever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. Hallelujah, Jesus. And we loose your power. We ask for God that you would loose your power because the word says whatsoever we loose on earth is loose in heaven, oh God. So not only in the heavens let your power and glory reign, but oh God, in the earth, oh God, in the name of Jesus, wherever any member of this team sets up, let the power of God fall on them now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, because of the tactics of the enemy, the things that he has done, let it all, hallelujah, God, be futile. Let every bit of everything that he has tried to do in the preparation process of this, let it all be futile. In the name of Jesus, empower us one and all, oh God, in the name, in the name, in the name of Jesus. How is it that the Tower of Babel, hallelujah, was not able to be built, oh God, because you called them to speak different languages? God, the enemy has a way of mimicking you. Everything that you've created, God, everything that you've done, God, he comes to mimic it right now. So in the name of Jesus, I bind the mimicking of hallelujah, that which has been done before, whether it has been done by God or whether it, hallelujah, was done somewhere else. God, in the name of Jesus, we realize what the enemy does. You cannot mimic anything that God has done and use it against him or his kingdom. You cannot mimic anything that God has done and be hallelujah successful in your efforts. So right now, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for covering. God, we thank you for protection. God, we thank you that you would even begin to speak to our minds and speak to our hearts now in the name of Jesus. God, we are hallelujah, a team put together by you. We are Hallelujah, Jesus, together. We are united, oh God, in the name of everything that the enemy has tried to do. God, we declare it null and void now in the name of Jesus. God, let the power of you root out everything that's not like you, every thought, God, that's not like you, hallelujah, everything that might be implanted in the heart that's not like you, uproot it now in the name of Jesus, uproot it, God, we don't just bind it, God, but we curse it to the root now in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, just as we pray, hallelujah, and a weed killer kills the weed down to the root, God, we trust that the power of you in the name of Jesus will kill every seed planted by the enemy. It will kill it at the root, God. This experience, this is not just a 20th year of doing things, God, but it's an opportunity because you handpick each and every person, each and every person that's working it. God, each and every person that's coming, oh, God, to be baptized. God, each and every person that will be standing there, oh, God, even visualizing, will have their lives impacted. You handpick them, oh, God. You position each and every one of us, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. It's been done in the spirit. And what's been done in the spirit by the true and the living God cannot be undone in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Power of God. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, now, God. Even on the bus, God, right now, wherever that bus is, God, I thank you now that not only the driver, but the bus itself, that, oh, God, you will begin to saturate it with your power. Ah, in the name of Jesus, let the glory of God be present. 
hallelujah, all around it, oh God. Hallelujah. Let the anointing of God rest even inside, oh God, that when we come in contact with it, oh God, that we be filled even the more, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Glory to your name, oh God. Glory to your name, oh God. Glory to your name, oh God. Power belongs to you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Everything that the enemy does is to God. However he uses or tries to use, oh God, it is futile in the name of Jesus. For, oh God, if you have put us in place, then that is the place in which we stand and we are connected in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. A hand may have a wound, oh God, but we thank you that you gave the body the ability to repair it. Oh God, the head may have a wound, oh God, but we thank you. Hallelujah. Just as it's with the body, oh God, you gave it the ability to repair it. God, wherever a wound is, wherever, oh God, something is that ought not be, God, wherever it is in our natural body, you gave the body the ability, oh God, to drive it out, hallelujah, and anything that's not like you, and to repair, oh God, anything that needs repairing. So, God, we thank you, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, that so is the same with the body of Christ. Hallelujah. We are many members, oh, God, but we are one body. And in the name of Jesus, just like with the natural body, we thank you by your spirit, oh, God, the Holy Ghost, you've given our body, our spiritual body, our united body, the ability, oh, God, to heal itself. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, send us Spirit. You've given the Holy Ghost, God, the ability, hallelujah, in the body of Christ, hallelujah, Jesus, to hallelujah, kill the thing that is, is unlike God, everything that's not like God, everything planted by the enemy that's not like God, every infection, now, oh God, hallelujah, we thank you that you've given the body the ability, oh God, to repair itself, and the Holy Spirit, oh God. Hallelujah, begin to remove and to cleanse us each and every one so that we may unite and be a complete body, a whole body. Hallelujah, Jesus, so we thank you now for everything that it is that you are doing, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus, nothing that we come in contact with, oh God. Hallelujah, nothing is futile that we come in contact with that comes from you. So as we, hallelujah, Sin, hallelujah, descend into this place, oh God. Every spirit that thinks that it controls this city, every hallelujah, every spirit, oh God, that thinks that it's got some kind of power over this city. Hallelujah, Jesus, we thank you, hallelujah, that it is cursed to the root. Hallelujah, that it is driven down. Hallelujah, it is hallelujah, Jesus, rendered powerless in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, because you reign, you rule. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes, oh God. Ever surveying spirit. Hallelujah, we curse it now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, because we do realize that the enemy too sends out. Hallelujah. Just as you send us forth, oh God, to see a land, you send us forth, oh God, hallelujah, to check it out and see what it is that needs to be done and just how it's got to get done. Hallelujah. We know that the enemy mimics 
everything that you do, oh God. Hallelujah. So we thank you now, hallelujah, that you curse every hallelujah, surveyed spirit, God, that you curse every foul spirit now in the name of Jesus and render it powerless and send it back from which it comes now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Hey, we come with power. Hallelujah. We come with the authority. Hallelujah. The enemy cannot say who has sent you because God himself is sending. Hallelujah. The enemy cannot say by what authority do you do this. It is because the Lord thy God, hallelujah, has commanded it be so. So, God, we thank you for the strengthening now. We thank you, oh, God, hallelujah, for the empowering now. God, and everyone that will be under the sound of our voice, oh, God, even under the touch of our hand, oh, God, in the name of Jesus shall be changed, oh, God. We thank you that there is something to be planted, God. We thank you that there is something to be watered, God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We're not coming for nothing. No one is coming for nothing, but we are going to leave with something great. We are going to leave with something. Hallelujah, Jesus. We're going to leave with more power through God that we can use, hallelujah, for our own lives, hallelujah, and to impact the lives of others. Hallelujah, we're going to come, hallelujah, one way, and we're going to leave blessed in highly favor. We're coming one way, God, but we're going to leave more anointed in you, God. We're coming one way, God, but we're going to leave with our minds changed, oh God. Hallelujah. I touch and agree with the woman of God. We're going to even leave, oh God, with our hearts changed in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, God, that you're orchestrating this thing. You've orchestrated it to be just the way it is, oh God, because you've got a design purpose in mind. And so I thank you, oh God, for that purpose. Hallelujah. And that when we leave that particular purpose, hallelujah, for this team you've put together, that particular purpose, oh God, hallelujah, will be fulfilled. Hallelujah, shall be fulfilled in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus, and we will not leave the way that we came, but greater. We will not leave the way we came, oh God. We will be better. We will be stronger. Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you now for even our leader, God. Hallelujah, realizing that the enemy has been trying to get in and attack, oh God. But I thank you that in spite of the attack, hallelujah, Jesus. You've been able to him to do what it is that needs to be done, oh God. Hallelujah, for the enemy is always devising something. The adversary is always creeping around somewhere. And so, God, we thank you that in spite of his creeping, in spite of his tipping, in spite of his surveying, God, hallelujah, still empower the man of God to do what it is that needed to be done. Hallelujah, he's able to work effectively. He's able to live effectively. He's able to operate in you effectively in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. With every spirit. God, we thank you now that they too, hallelujah, it too, hallelujah, shall be impacted. Hallelujah, shall leave with a greater anointing on God. 
We thank you for your fall, hallelujah, for the, the fall of your spirit, hallelujah, hallelujah, the fall of your presence, oh God, upon your people now in the name of Jesus, the falling of the Holy Spirit, rain, rule, rain, rule, not only rain in power, but rain down, God, even as a natural rain, oh God, in the name of Jesus, many have experienced many things, some say they've been sprinkled with gold, some say they've been sprinkled with water, God, but whether we're able to see a natural sign on our bodies or not, God, we thank you that we're able to feel your very presence, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. And even when we come into your presence and we're able to experience it, hallelujah, anything within us that's not like you, God, I don't care if it's sickness, God, in the name of Jesus, that is not your will. Hallelujah, Jesus. Because you would that we would be healthy and whole. Hallelujah. You would that we would prosper even as I told us. So we thank you now, God, that when we come into your presence, everything that's not like you, God, every feeling that's not like you, God, everything noted in the word of God that is contrary to the spirit of God, every sickness, infirmity now, in the name of Jesus, shall be driven, hallelujah, out right now, God. I thank you that even the presence of you will strengthen every cell in our body, God, that will strengthen every organ in our body, God, even down in our bones, God, in the name of Jesus, the core of where our very blood is made, God. I thank you, God, that the spirit of you shall penetrate every part of our body, and we shall leave renewed, oh God, we shall leave renewed, hallelujah. The psalmist said without a doubt we'll know that we have been revived when we shall leave this place. So, God, when we leave that place, without a doubt, we will know that we have been revived. Even as water revitalizes, oh, God, I thank you that your spirit revitalizes spiritually. We thank you, oh, God, that you are faithful and that you never leave us in a place. Oh, God, hallelujah, that we should not stick in. Hallelujah. You never leave us in a state that we should not be in, God. Hallelujah. You never leave us with a mindset that we ought not have. God, you never leave us with a heart state that we should not. Hallelujah. Retain. God, I thank you that you heal us mind, body, and soul at this place. Heal us mind, body, and soul. Let us fully see like you see. Let us fully hear the way that you hear. And let us fully be, O God, that which we need to be in you. In the name of Jesus, we are a loving people. Hallelujah, God. Inside each and every one of us, there is love right now. The enemy would desire for it to be replaced with hate. And so, God, we thank you that it be rooted out, oh, God. We talk about a nation, hallelujah, having hatred one for another because of a color. But, oh, God, right now, in the name of Jesus, we realize that there can sometimes be hatred and discord in the body of Christ. And so, right now, God, even as we stand in the gap for those, oh, God, who are not present, oh, God, those that we may not even know, I thank you, God, that you would begin to cause there to be a change in the body 
of Christ, just as we look for a change in a nation. God, I thank you that there be a change in the body of Christ, that there be no more discord, oh God, that there be no more envy, there be no more strife, there be no more jealousy, oh God, that there be no more democracy, oh God, hallelujah, that there be no more isms and schisms, oh God, that there be no more bureaucracy, hallelujah, there be no more, there be no more, that there be no more, God, because we serve you, God. It's not about a position that we hold or hallelujah, how much we do, or what position that we are are in to do it, God. But it's all about being saved. Hallelujah. Saved from what? Saved from utter damnation. Saved from an eternal hell. Saved from the loss of our soul, our very own soul. Other people that even, oh God, as you use us to impact them, oh God, that is our purpose. Hallelujah to minister Jesus, to preach Jesus. Hallelujah to somebody, oh God, would accept you as their Lord and Savior. And that we want and all, oh God, would walk in that acceptance, in that love, and your being our Savior, Christ. And we walk in your example even though we're locked inside the stuff called flesh until you call us home or until the rapture itself. God, we thank you that this stuff called flesh will not act as a prison, oh God, because we are free in you. Your word says that whom the Son has seen is free indeed. And so this flesh will not be a prison that our spirit is locked inside, oh God. But we thank you that it becomes a temple. More and more beautiful every day. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Let it be a temple, oh, God, and not a prison. Let it be a temple, oh, God, and not a prison. A temple is where you reside. A prison is a place of sorrow, a taking away of freedom, a place of hardship. Hallelujah. A place of Fight and warring, we know prison to be. God, we thank you that this flesh that we're in will no longer be a prison for the spirit that you've given us. But, oh God, this body will become a temple so that our spirit might be free. And let this, oh God, impact the city. Hallelujah, Jesus, that we are free and free indeed. Once we accept the Lord as our Lord and Savior, we are free and free indeed, no longer bound. Hallelujah. The song says no more chains holding you, but the word of God says we are no longer yoked by a burden of slavery. Hallelujah, Jesus. We're no longer yoked up. Hallelujah. But we are free indeed. And the enemy can't come in on us and keep us from obeying that truth. Hallelujah. You ask for your word, oh God. Hallelujah. It is as God breathed. It is asked, oh God, who cut in on you and kept you from obeying the truth? I answer, oh God, shall be no one. Because we, oh God, will live in this temple that you will beautify. Oh God, it is us. Hallelujah. But our spirit is free. 
everyone that we touch, everyone that we speak to, everyone that we speak over, hallelujah, into, hallelujah, everyone we touch, oh God, everyone that goes down in this water, God, everyone that is taught, God, in the name of Jesus, even now to the ones that are teaching, free, Say God, free, and free indeed, we are free, and free indeed. So God, we thank you that you're already there. You're able to be in many places because you'll also be with us as we travel. Hallelujah. And the enemy has already received notice and nothing that he tried, no point that he tries, because everything that he has up his sleeve is just a prank. Hallelujah, Jesus. It is an effort to bewitch us into thinking a certain way, seeing things a certain way, oh God. And so we know that it is all wrong and void. That every prank has been dismantled, oh God, taken apart all to pieces in the name of Jesus. Every surveyor's spirit shall be nothing but the spirit of the living God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Go forth. Dominate your day, but encourage someone else to do the same in Jesus.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.